Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Well, welcome, dear brothers and sisters, to another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Brother Mark Ajo here with you, and Brother Tim has been telling me there's a story, there is something that has happened in Uganda that we just have to tell. And uh, Brother Tim was able to uh, conduct an interview with Brother Fred Chienji, and you're right, Brother Tim, this is a very unusual story. I'm sure the people will appreciate it. It's not a story. These are things that actually happened and continue to happen in that striking situation, that awakening that continues in the country of Uganda. Amen, Brother Mark. It's good to be here this today. I want to say this morning because it's morning, but it's not morning necessarily when people, where people are listening. And uh, there is a wonderful hand of God moving in Uganda, as people know, and and the latest instance is just evidence of that. Sometimes things, events spiral out of our control, and we don't know how to deal with it. But we can always rest assured that God has everything in control. And we thank him. Thank him for his sovereignty. And so let's, let's bring in Brother Fred and uh, his story, or the, what just happened there in Uganda, into the podcast. So we're glad to have Brother Fred Chienji with us today, and I want to welcome him to the podcast. He's no stranger to us. Uh, the Lord is doing great things in Uganda. And so first, let me say, God bless you, Brother Fred, and welcome to the podcast. God bless you, my dear Brother Tim. It's a privilege to be at the podcast once again, and God bless you, all believers around the world. Amen. I... We particularly wanted to have Brother Fred on the podcast today because of some extraordinary things that the Lord did surrounding the Easter weekend and the weeks leading up to that. And uh, I know that the uh, local denominational people, particularly the Pentecostals, had targeted uh, the local church in Nansena, targeted the message, and targeted Brother Fred in particular. And so... Uh, Brother Fred, why don't you take us back to the beginning? I know that there was some kind of meetings they set up, as we talked about it before, and and specifically close to the church grounds there. Why don't you take us back to the beginning and, and tell us how that unfolded? Well, uh, thank you, Brother Tim. Uh, just as a, you know, Nansana Church is a younger church for at least for four years ago, and uh, we had been there peacefully but just recently when the pentecostals came and they put their gospel campaign they call it a crusade here in our country so they call it a crusade they put their crusade near the church grounds and at first we thought these people have just come in to win souls to their denominations 
So we didn't take it serious. But it came into effect to affect us when we started hearing them that are talking against us. Also, when their speakers could not allow us to even go on doing our church services. And we could bear with that because we thought they would be there for one week and then go. But we realized that they have started speaking against us, speaking against the message of the hour. And they were saying that Brother Branham and is a carrot. And for us, we are the group of Illuminati because Brother Branham was one of them. And they said they were with some signs, like the pyramid we are using, the uh, seven virtue pyramid. They were saying that you, as you see the pyramid, uh, this pyramid is the same of the Illuminati. And it is the same in the currency of America with an eye there. And a lot of things, as you know, when they are blackmailing the message. Then they went to the Trinity because we are against the Trinity and why we rebaptize people. At first, I thought they would go. But every day passes by, they continued, they continued. And they started calling those big pastors from different localities of Kampala City. Those big leaders. Then I knew that they are aiming me straight away. My, my, my. You know, Brother Fred, let me just jump in here for a moment. So they had set up a campaign right close to the Nansana Church with a big stage and big sound system and everything so loud you could not even conduct a service. Very big with a lot of money, you know, very expensive one. The my. best in the Kampala they had. Oh my, and then they had special speakers. So how long was this going on then uh, when you realized this is not stopping? When I saw it, first I thought it would take a week, but I found out that it is entering another week. When we inquired in a spying way, they told us that they, even they are building their church, they call it a lunch hour fellowship, a temporary shelter near our church. That those one whom they have win to, to their denominations are going to start fellowshipping from there. Then I started thinking now this one, we have to take another step. Because we have paid there for, a, you know, as we are renting there, we had paid there for a full year. We have to stay there. Our church temporary center, you know, you remember how you supported us to put the, the center there. And it was so difficult for us to have fellowship. So I went to the authorities and just to inform them about the problem we have. And we told, that, we told them that we are also registered entity as they are called the, uh, the requirements of the law. But we are not given our freedom to be, be in this place, as you see the things going up on. And more so that these people are talking against me. They are blackmailing us. What they are speaking against us, it is not the thing that we are doing. So at first, the mayor of this, the area, when you talk to him, he said those are big people, and he, you know they are represented by some big pastors. Uh, those pastors are highly connected in the government, as you know, African way of doing things. So it seemed that because our mayor is elected by the people, so being elected by the people, sometimes they compromise here, and they don't have that full authority. Is the mayor of the town, but is on the other opposition side of the government. So is uh, being like that is not a little bit 
much hard. So we started thinking of what we can do. But uh, we thought, uh, I and the church, we went to a, another home near there, and that's where we could have a fellowship. Uh, and we stayed at that home. So in regrouping ourselves, I'm calling it regrouping, we decided at least to go house to house during that day and started fellowship, uh, talking to those people, evangelizing to them, because we could not get those speakers again. And we, if we speak back to them in that manner, it will be like a commotion and the people will not understand us. So we divided ourselves in groups, and some of the pastors from Luelo, I called them, and they gave us some other people to help in, those who can evangelize, to move on to tell them the truth. Because we knew that after they are, they will continue and even go to other churches to attack them like that. Right, right. Let me ask you a question here. How many believers are in the Nansana church? Nansana church had been between 80 and 100 there. Okay, that's a fairly good size in the message. And uh, like you said, it's been gathering for four years since they came into the message. And now you've, you've decided to uh, go out amongst the people, the streets and the houses, and, and share with them the message of the hour in the face of this opposition. Yes. So we, worked, we joined the hands with even other some churches, because I told the pastors in one of the fellowship we had, or you know, as you know, every Thursday we have a fellowship with pastors. So uh, these pastors they decided to give me some of their, uh, solo, they call them solo winners, to move with us so that we tell the people around the Nansen and the Kampala of what we believe in. And then we started moving. People were so much receptive, and they liked what the way we are putting things there. And the, you see, uh, by that way, the mayor kept coming to me, asking me whether they have gone away. And I told him, not yet. So the mayor advised me that I have to prepare. He's going to chase them away. But I also have to organize and come to clear the minds of the people. For him, he didn't know that I'm moving in the people door to door. So... Uh, the mayor advised me to first get letters from authorities because he was fearing them. They are highly connected, as I said the other time. They are highly connected. So the mayor told me to go in all the steps uh, concerning the, you know, we have here uh, uh, a law concerning the gathering. And the, this is, this when you gather people more than 25, you have to consult the, the authorities. And in this, we acquired letters from LOC1 up to the IGP. IGP is the Inspector General of Police of the country. So we knew that now we are equipped, we have those letters, to allow us at least to have a three-day gospel campaign also. The, the mayor promised us to give us the machines and to give us the platform. We wondered how things were moving on positive to our side. So we requested the mayor that we cannot just start until he chases them away and it takes time, then we will come and there. We, we will come and then make the campaign. So let me let me jump in here uh, just to reiterate some things. Now, obviously, God was turning the heart of the mayor towards you. 
yes, the, the God, uh, we don't know how God did it, but we just found God how it came in. Because none of us was connected to the mayor, but when we went there to give him our outcry, the mayor was concerned and he asked us about what we believe in. The mayor is a Muslim man. The mayor is a Muslim man. But when he heard about one God, when he heard about one God, the mayor was so much touched. <laughs> yeah, the Muslims don't believe in three gods like the Trinities do. They don't believe in surely. So the mayor was much touched and then started helping us. He promised us the machines and he promised us the platform. If you can look, I will send you some pictures and you see, if you look at the platform we had, it is very expensive. To hire it, it will take like a, a 150, 1,500 US dollar per day. My, my, my. So, so the mayor, his heart was turned towards you and then the, uh, you couldn't hire the equipment that the previous campaign had. So he offered the equipment. How did that happen? Uh, when we talked to him, at first he told us that we have to come in. We told him we don't have that money and don't have those, you know, to be with those speakers in the town. And when you were to make a temporary uh, platform uh, with the woods and the other things, you need also to go with the planner and those people, in the, with the experts of making those things, so that they measure and they do all those things. But when you have this one already made, they just plant it there. So the, we told the mayor we cannot get that money, but we, what we can do is just to move on to the houses of the people and tell them. He said, no, I'm going to give you for three days free. If you look at that platform that he gave us, would have taken 15 million Uganda shilling for those three days. My. Well, we, we are receiving pictures from you, and we will post those on our website. That's BibleWay.org. And so that the people can view the pictures and see, we'll put an article up there about this event, and uh, they can see what happened. The pictures are amazing. Sure. So uh, when we got that support, I told some pastors and the other believers of Nansana that let's, let us uh, put our effort together. This is a golden chance. We asked the mayor, since these people have gone away, let us take like one and a half week for us to come in. So that it will not be like a competition, but it will be like a, maybe clearing the minds of the people. So we again keep kept on moving. We moved like a, for 14 days, around two weeks in the people there, every day. I was working day by day to see that the message is not erased in the minds of the people in Kampala. Because for them, they were, their mission was we are uh, trying to fight uh, to eliminate uh, the Illuminatis from Kampala. Terming me a Illuminati. <laughs> and the, uh, Illuminati is an amazing statement because we don't hear that much over here. And, uh, uh, of course, I personally, I don't even know what Illuminati stands for. I've heard the name. And, of course, it has a negative connotation to it. But... Uh, uh, we don't hear that kind of an accusation on this end. That must be unique to Uganda. Yes, it is un not unique to Uganda. Yeah, to Uganda it is uh, something came in, you know, there are some crooks, you know, some kind of those pastors and the other witch sorcerers we have been doing 
uh, sorcery in Uganda, but trying to convince people that they are connected to those secret societies. They are ancient, I think you have ever read them, secret societies in around time of Luther, time of Wesley, time of Ignatius, Loyola, those things like that. So, uh, when they termed us like that, and they said they had, they use a pyramid as their sign. And you know, they brought in the pictures of the pyramid. They are those big pastors who knows, uh, they know about uh, Brother Branham, how he was buried, and there is a pyramid there. Then also the, the eagle on the top of the pyramid. Then they said that even this church is called Eagles, Nasana Eagles Tabernacle meaning that the ego, you know, is an evil bird, and they termed a lot of things there. So for them, didn't know that they are giving me a platform to explain why an ego, to explain Godhead and all other things. So when I reached there, when I reached there, I started from, you know, as you know things, I explained the four living creatures, where there is an ego, uh, in a defense for the four enemies, uh, the, those, you know, the horse riders. So, when we started explaining, people just came in. At first, we under, uh, we underestimated the number of people that could came in, come in, but uh, we realized that on the first day, at the end of the first day, that the machines the mayor gave us, the amplifiers were not good. So, we had to put in some money Again, to see that we boost the amplifiers so that the amp those amplifiers will work on the ma maximum of the speakers. During the evening time when it was coming a little bit to uh, 7, by that time when it is getting dark, we could see that people numbers like 2,500 could come in. But during the day from, from 5 o'clock, they are like 500, they are like... 300, but as it is getting dark, people could come in in numbers. Now, this was the Easter weekend, correct? Yes, the Easter weekend. Yeah, and and the numbers grew to 2,500 and more. It, 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 yes, it came up to that number. At night, you could not estimate until even the police had to employ in more people to keep the people not going to, because it was near the road. So that people will not go to the road to the road uh, to in the road to cause the accidents and other things. People were wondering what is going on here. The good people and the bad people could come in, but all the same, we thank God that people could respond and they could come to uh, believe in Christ. And uh, on the next day, when the people saw the big number, I was surprised to see that people, the, even the press was there. A number of people they wanted to talk to me on at first. I said you know yeah, I saw the pictures of the of the media that was there. What did they want to ask you? They wanted to know my controversy. That's what first they wanted to ask. They said, But you are, you, you look like a controversial pastor. What do you say? And the first day I didn't want to speak because according to the way they approached me, I said no, I will not talk to anybody. I just moved on and the, you know the deacons could you know uh, protect us? You know to not to go into their you know commotion like that with them. I said I will say nothing, and I I moved off. So on the third day, they talked to Moses, my son, and they they said we want to talk to him to ask him some few questions. Then I accepted them, 
and they come to Nasana Church before the crusade started. And then they asked me, we would like it at least to interrogate you when you are at the platform. What is it there? And again, you give us some news. Why does these people? I said, no. If you were to ask the news and you take the news in the papers against the, those people, it will be like me fighting, fighting them back. But it is me clearing the minds of the people. I beg you, please, don't speak to, against them. But you just take what you hear and uh, say, why do we interrogate you? I said, okay, you accept. Immediately, as, uh, on the last day, as I was coming from the platform, around the four media groups were, with the, they were there down at the platform. They wanted to talk to me. Then uh, they asked me questions, which I answered. And they, they told me, what is the main aim of this? I told them it is restoration. And then I read through them the book of uh, Joel and uh, about the book of Malachi chapter 4 and we, that we are in restoration. So they listened to me carefully. Then they asked me about Easter. What about this Easter? What message would you like to give the people about Easter? I told them that Easter also is restoration. Then I continued answering questions. And they said, asked me, why does those people don't believe like the way you believe it? I said, they cannot, since they, even from their fathers, they could not believe what Jesus was telling them. Is this a new thing? I told them, no, it's the original thing. But sometimes when you see the original thing, when it comes, the original thing comes late, at times these people, they change it to be the new thing. It's not the new thing. Because it originates in the Bible. Theirs is a new thing because it just came from the, the council of Nicaea. That's where it came from. But for us, we are planting, or we are establishing what we are doing from the, exactly from the Bible. That's where we are, getting, we are getting it from. So, they went away. In, as, before I reached home, I had it in Luganda. People, they called me that in our vernacular that uh, a certain radio has brought, uh, announced me on the radio that Pastor Chin has said this and this, and that was a government radio. It is called Star FM. Star FM. And the, then there was, was also another radio called Sanyu FM. I had myself on the morning speaking, that, and again, I said, what is this? On the morning, I, in the morning, I had three, two radios talking about me. That is Sanyu FM, and then uh, Capital FM. These are main radios in our country. They go around the country, and we have those recorded. That's wonderful, Brother Fred. So you had, Brother Fred, two radio programs that began to announce Sunday morning, the broadcast. Now, you didn't have a Sunday morning meeting on that site. Your Sunday morning meeting was uh, in the church. Um, but Saturday night, you had... 2,500 people or more, and then what happened? Was there more media? Yeah, on, on Saturday in the evening, the, one of the radios announced it that there is a, a meeting going on at Nansana grounds, and they announced us. As I was going back home, somebody called me and even sent me a recording of the radio that they have announced it here. Then in the morning, on that is the Easter Sunday, in the morning, two radios announced when I was even hearing. That is the uh, Capital FM and the Sanyu FM. But we didn't have the Sunday uh, a, a, a gospel campaign that day. 
because of the expenses we could not afford so we went to the church and the church food was filled to the capacity let me tell you on that very day or that is sunday we decided even to go and buy uh, to put a kind of a perimeter fence you know we had to get a put a, 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 some wires around the the, 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 the plot of the, the church, we had the land of the church, we had to put so that we stop people just coming in anyhow from where they could come. And uh, you could think that all the, that the crusade will be there. That's why we, on Sunday, people, even the, the service was outside at the church grounds. We had to put some tents there. How many people do you think on Sunday showed up at the church? On Sunday, the ground is small, but we think the people that showed us were around 500 people that came in. My, my. That's wonderful because you, we discussed earlier the church there is between 80 and 100 people. So now you had about 500 people as a result of the meetings on the big grounds. And uh, Yeah, but the number is now has decreased. They have gone down because so far we have baptized 50, only 50 people. <laughs> yes, others are still promising. Yeah, but the next day there was hundreds still interested. But then what happened Monday morning? Monday morning on the television, that is the national television, is called NTV. Uh, uh, they, we, we are surprised to see that the, uh, the news twice in the day, on, on, that, on that day, in the morning and the evening. They were talking about the crusade that is in Asana, where there is a restoration of Pastor Chiyinji. is saying that Easter is not just eating food and drinking, but it is something, for me, I termed it, is something uh, turned from that day. It is now eternal life. Christ in you. You know, those are the words they got from me. And they announced it. I wondered and we thanked, we praised God for that. So I sent Moses to go and get me just a, cl a clip of that on the television, and they, they gave it to him. So we thank God that we have it also. Wonderful. Wonderful, Brother Fred. That, this is the most amazing story, because how that, you know, even when I initially heard, I think it was your son, Freddie Jr., that initially told me of what was happening, and I told him, I said, don't worry, God is on our side. We don't fight for ourselves. God fights for us. And, and so the unfolding of all the events that, the very things that the enemy had determined for the destruction of this message and the, the harming of the influence of the message in your country, God turned it around and put the message right on the same grounds, put it on the radio, put it on the television, and allowed you to spread the message even further. Praise God. And the, uh, just for your testimony, uh, there is a, uh, you have ever heard about General Idi Amin during this time? Uh, he, there is a, one of the major generals, he was a major general uh, of, during the time of General Idi Amin. He is now a retired officer, very old man, but he turned to Christianity. He's called General Buyinza. Now he's called General Buyinza. Uh, this General Buyinza turned to Christianity and has been a Pentecostal. On that crusade, he had us. And when he heard us, he stopped. To, he came to our church, and on Sunday we were with him. To my surprise, he, uh, he introduced himself as a pastor somewhere in the central here. But he, he was he is surrendering his church uh, uh, to 
to our ministry and we are going to be with him on this coming Thursday. So uh, the coming Thursday of next week because we are going to have a meeting. This ex-general, um, ex retired general came to us and by that time when he was in time of Amin was called Nsoro. The word Nsoro means animal. An animal. A, you know, a wild animal so that he, during that time was a killer. He testified a lot of things and he said I'm surrendering all what I can do to the ministry of Pastor Chiindi. We have him. We will be with him. I will try to make him speak something. He's an old man around 70 something years. And also we have another pastor also a Pentecostal pastor surrendered his church. They are near Nansana. Uh, that this pastor is called Pastor John Semanda. He's also going to be with us uh, this coming Thursday. And we are preparing to visit his church and talk to his believers. These are the fruits of Nansana. We wondered how these people just came in. However, a great war is going on because also the Pentecostals are moving house to house telling them about the other man I wanted to tell you who was a believer of the message and he fell off. So they are trying to attach me with that man saying that this one is a polygamist, whatever. As you know, people, they speak a lot of things against me. Uh, but uh, So they are moving now to the people door to door. But we are trying also our level best to at least uh, strengthen these ones that have come to us. And the good thing for us, they have advertised for the message the authorities in the area they know now us very well and they know what we believe and although they are saying that you know people they are telling them that, no they are lying you will find them out pastor ching is not a good man how is does he deny the deny trinity whereas in the bible the trinity is there father son and the holy ghost so others so they are divided national people are divided in thinking because uh, they don't know others, they believe in them, others, they trust us. Right. right. So we thank God for that. Amen. And if another testimony before you come in, uh, the ground where we have been using, when we finished using that ground, is now was bought by the people I don't know, and they are now constructing some uh, building, uh, temporary buildings, like, a, uh, you know, where they are going to keep woods, they are going to keep some uh, merchandises. They are putting those uh, serrators. So nobody is going to use that ground again to attack us. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, it's amazing how God works, isn't it? You know, not only to uh, confound the enemy, but also to use the circumstances to reach into places that would have previously been unreachable, such as you said, the the old general that had become a pastor and now wants to have the influence of the message within his church. And, you know, those are just tremendous testimonies, Brother Fred, and we just give God praise for how that he took this situation under control. I know you brothers were working, you were praying, we were praying for you, and we just thank God for uh, just, just a supernatural ending to just a tremendous story. We praise God for that. Thank you so much for your prayers. By the way, uh, Frederick, my son, told me after the crusade that you have been praying for, for this crusade. You have been communicating with him that uh, you are with us in prayer. 
So I thank God for that. And please, I not any stop thanking God for all what your contribution. You are standing with us, though by this time you. Are, but I promise that when you come, maybe we move you around those people, and then you see them. They give you testimony personally. That'll be wonderful. We would certainly enjoy that and enjoy hearing from the people personally. But you know, just what you said highlights something that I want the people to understand. This is a work that is going on in Uganda. We're standing behind you. We're not leading the work. It's you that's leading the work, Brother Stephen on his end, different ministers that are working with you. We just glorify God in how he's using the local ministry in Uganda. We stand with you, Brother Fred, and, and the people that are listening to this stand with you. And uh, all that we're able to contribute and help is just support to what God is doing through you, brothers, in the country of Uganda. So we just want to say God bless you, and thank you so much for sharing the testimony with us. We're so thankful uh, to our Lord Jesus Christ, who has taken everything under his control, and it's a great testimony for the people that in the midst of a battle, when something seems that the opposition against us is too great, nothing is too hard for the Lord. And God works it all out if we'll just yield to him. And we're thankful for that, Brother Fred, for you and for the church there. Praise God. We thank God for all the contribution and the support you are doing. Uh, we thank God for those who are praying for us. And we thank God for those who are yearning to win souls in these last, last days. We please praise God. It is not for us because we didn't plan for it. If we had planned it, I would have told you about it. But he just came in like that. So we thank God that he has his own ways, the way he brings in people, and the way he does. His ways are different. God bless you. I, uh, besides here, I have Moses. would like to say hello before I close. All right. Brother Moses is welcome, Brother Moses, and we, we're glad to hear your voice. Yes, greetings, Brother Tim. God bless you so much. Amen. Now, for the people that are listening, Brother Moses is now doing the audio translation into the Luganda language, and you can hear by his voice that uh, he sounds very much like his father, who is a great voice and has been on the radio there in the Luganda language for the message of the hour. So, Brother Moses, greet the people in the Luganda language. <laughs> okay, Brother Tim. Mukama Bawum Ksavo Uganda and Sanya Senyo Okovera Kupodikas Yonakorero ni Brother Tim Amanya Bampita Moses Chiinji Iranganze nkola audio translation okchusa entambiza nabi muruganda. Amen. Now tell us what you just said in English. <laughs> okay, I was greeting people saying, uh, God bless you so much, people, for tuning in at uh, the podcast. And I'm called Moses Chiinji, who is doing the audio translation for the messages of Brother Blanham in Luganda. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, Brother Fred. And uh, we know that the people will be very blessed by this testimony and broadcast today. Brother Tim, that is just a fascinating story. It's so nice to hear uh, Brother Fred and Brother Moses, such a wonderful young man. And the testimony that came out of this situation, you know, it reminded me of that word witness. We talk about witnessing a lot, 
But where the word actually came from, when I did a little research, a witness was someone who faced opposition. And it, when they faced that opposition and they gave their testimony, then they called them witness. That was back in the early church days. And often it meant that they were giving their life in those times. But it takes, at least at the beginning in those early days, it took opposition to create a witness and that witness spread and took over the whole world at that time. And I'm just seeing this similar thing happening in Uganda. You know, people come against the message for whatever reason. It only gives an opportunity to witness, and even more people come in. So it's just right in the pattern of the way the Lord has always done it. Amen, Brother Mark. You know, when God does something... You don't need to put much narrative around it. Just recount what the Lord has done. Just bear witness of what has happened. And the, the reality of what has taken place is so obviously supernatural. You don't have to say it was supernatural, it was a miracle, you know, this or that. And, you know, uh, there were certainly uh, many signs and wonders done by God throughout the history of his redemptive purpose of these 6,000 years. But, you know, the Bible just recounts the narrative. It's, it's, just, it's not a story of uh, waxing poetic or, or of trying to say something that will impress people in the way that you say it. It tells a story. It tells what God's doing. And when people see it, it's so extraordinarily supernatural. We have to give glory to God. And this is the way that things are unfolding in Uganda, indeed all around the world. And so we're so thankful for what God is doing, so thankful for his blessings, and so thankful to be a part of what God's doing. Not only I feel that personally, I'm sure our listeners feel that wherever they are, and each one of us are partakers of God's great blessing in this end time hour. What a message we have, what a truth we have, what a supernatural and, and gracious God that we have, and we thank him, and we bless his name. And I'm sure the, the uh, recounting of what has just taken place in Ethiopia, in Uganda will be a blessing to the people, and uh, we'll encourage them throughout the week. We say, God bless you, thank you for listening, and thank you for praying, your prayerful support for all that God is doing around the world. God bless you. Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. 
Just request it and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you.